Welcome to Live, Love, Discover with Dan and Sig, where we inspire you to live to the fullest, love unconditionally, and discover the best of your life. All right. Um, you dyed your hair. Yes. <laughs> so you dyed, she dyed her hair like a dark brown, almost black looking color. Do you like it? You know, when you first said <laughs> it, when you first mention the fact that you were going to color your hair i was not too crazy about it so before she had um what's that called a balayage a balayage style <laughs> which is well it was that. still my natural color but i just added some like highlights that girls know what it what it is guys you don't really care i'm sure <laughs> yeah it's uh it was like a fading of a certain color like a lighter color to a darker color i thought it was really nice she got a lot of compliments out of it, but she was getting tired of it. She wanted to get um, her hair looking a little bit darker, which is closer to her natural hair. And um, But there was I, a reason why. It wasn't just, I, I mean, I was tired. I do like it, though. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was tired. Um, I've been having my hair like that for a while. I feel like I haven't had it just one color for a long time. But I think what really pushed me was more um, Aliana, our daughter. Yeah. I started realizing how, you know, at school she has uh, she has a lot of friends, and obviously, she came from California. California, it's it's really diverse and everything. But in her school, there's a lot more girls with dark hair, and in her school now, there's a lot of girls with blonde hair. So in her school, back in California, yeah, was, that's what you mean, right? Yeah. Okay. Cause and I was sure and then that. in her school now, um, here in North Carolina. A lot of the girls have blonde hair. So she's been coming home saying, mommy, you know, my hair almost looks black. And I'm like, yeah, so it's beautiful. And she's like, yeah, but everybody keeps saying my hair is like black. I said, so? I said, it's fine. It's beautiful. That's what makes you you. She was like, yeah, but, you know, my friends, they have blonde hair. I wish my hair was blonde. And I was like, what? And then I started thinking like, wait a minute, you know, I have blonde in my hair. So how can I tell her, your hair is beautiful, right. but I have blonde in my hair, you know yeah. what I mean? And so I started thinking like, man, you know, I was already getting tired of the blonde anyway, but I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how, like on top of, she, I mean, she's so young, right? And people might, might be thinking like, wow, like wow, how could she be thinking like that, you know? Um, but I think it's yeah, just- Yeah, I was kind of surprised when you told me yeah, that too, yeah, I was too. I was like, what? Where's this coming from? That's crazy. Um, but then I really started realizing how the enemy does that to us all the time, makes us feel insecure about who we are. You know what I mean? And Yeah, it's like she wasn't happy with who she was. Yeah, who her, God made her to her, be. Yeah. And it, so I started thinking like, man, I'm not, I'm contributing to that, you know, because my hair is naturally dark and I've had blonde in it for so long. I mean, I think I want to say maybe like two, three years now, I've just had like variations of like blonde or caramel tones or whatever and never just fully embraced my dark Co like colored hair like for yeah, a long time and right. so i started thinking like you know what i'm gonna dye my hair and i'm gonna i'm gonna show her that 
dark hair is beautiful too like she's beautiful just the way god made her and so that doesn't mean either i'm not gonna be like oh my god i'm never gonna dye my hair blonde again because my daughter's gonna feel a certain right. way and i've told her you know blonde hair is beautiful dark hair is beautiful black hair brown hair whatever color hair orange hair red hair it's all beautiful god made it all yeah. you know but for her to be happy with what god gave her and yeah of course when she gets older i'm never gonna be against her wanting to do blonde or whatever color blue green whatever color hair she wants to do i don't um, know about green or, um, I don't know about blue. Da- Daniel feels weird about crazy colors like that. But I actually think, I mean, I think it's beautiful. I, I probably wouldn't do it for myself. It's a different thing than I would usually do for myself. But the, I, mean, I still think person. it's beautiful. I'm a creative person. I love creativity. But yeah. No, I think it's, I, I still think it's beautiful. I've seen some girls and some of my friends, they pull off like all different colors and it looks amazing. I'm just like, man, I wish. Power to them. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like I. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be able to pull it off, but I see it on them. I'm but like, man. me in my house. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, like I said, you know, I'm never going to be against her doing her hair whatever color she wants. But I also want her to embrace that. If she dyes her hair, it should never be because she's not happy with the way God made her. It right. should just be like, oh, because she wants something different or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, But never to be insecure about how God made her. Right. You know, and and so, I love what she told what you, you told me she told you today. It was today, right? Yeah. So she saw me with... I picked her up from school and I, I dyed my, I had previously dyed my hair and I tried to do like a dark brown, no, like a medium brown, but it, it just wasn't like her hair color. And I had told her, she had been telling me for a while, mommy, why can't, why can't you have your hair like me? So we could be twinsies. That's what she says. And so uh, she had already been saying that for a while. And then when she told me what, the whole thing from school, I was like, you know what? I'm going to dye my hair dark. I'm doing it. And so I try to do like an ash brown because Daniel doesn't really like me with dark hair. Usually he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I like it or whatever. So I was like, I'm going to try in between. But then it wasn't dark enough. And she's like, well, it kind of doesn't look like mine, mom. So today I went to go pick up a hair dye <laughs> and I dyed my own hair. And it looks almost black right now. And I actually really like it. I thought it looked black until I put it side by side so yeah. next to my hair. <laughs> Your hair is like jet black. But yeah. And so Ooh. she saw me when I picked her up from school and she was like, oh mommy i love your hair she's like mommy it makes your eyes stand out even more like you could see your green eyes even more she's like mommy you know what i never thought that i would like black hair but your hair looks black right now even darker than mine and i love it mommy you make me want to do my hair dark and i never thought the hair could look the hair color could look so beautiful it's awesome how much influence you have on her yeah and i was like you see baby i said all different hair colors are beautiful no matter what i said you know and I was like, but yeah, I was like, look, now we look similar. I said, because this is going to fade hopefully a little bit more. I said, and then I'll look like your hair color because it's supposed to be a dark brown, but it yeah. came out black. <laughs> yeah. So I love the fact that now she, like you dyeing your hair, like I never expected this outcome, but her to like look at it and realize, wait, I do like my hair. Mm-hmm. I do love how I'm created. Yeah. Um, and so this, this, this kind of leads us into our today's topic, which is, uh, you know, the enemy does try to rob us of our identity and purpose in yeah. our life. And I want to specifically... Or who God made us to be. Yeah. How God created us. Yeah, exactly. And But I want to focus mainly on the purpose aspect. I mean, the whole idea of purpose is what started this podcast. And I know I, in my journey, I'm, I'm, I'm in my journey of purpose. And as I move along in this journey, I want to inspire other people to... To recognize that they have a purpose and to step into it. And um, so I'm going to break down this word purpose and I'm going to bring some some ancient Hebrew uh, wisdom to, to tie this all in. 
But I want to start with the modern translation of purpose. And as I was going through this, man, this word goes deep. There's so many aspects to it because, you know, generally when we think of purpose, we think of the definition, which is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists or a or purpose, having goals, having an aim. Uh, uh, or like the, the one of the definitions is also a person, a person's sense of resolve or, de or determination. But it actually is deeper than that. It's more complex than that. And I was really amazed at what I found. So I'm going to break it down and try to explain this as best as possible. Uh, it, and uh, I will start with the etymology. I always look into the etymology of words. I want to go way back because words change, definitions change in time. And so in, in that we lose a lot of the of the of, of the real sense in which the original word um, was intended for. So we're going to look at this word purpose. Now, first of all, purpose is a compound word, which is a word made of two words. And we're going to start with the uh, Latin uh, translation of this. So it's translated in, from two words, which is pro and pausere. So pro is Latin, meaning forth, and pausere, which means it's, it's a Latin, uh, it's a late Latin word that actually comes from a Greek word called, uh, the word is pauses. And so this means to stop, rest, seize, or pause. And you can hear it in the word pause. So again, this comes from Latin words pro and pausere. Now that evolved into what we, we got from the old French, pour and poser. Pour means forth. Poser means to put into place. So pour poser means to put forth okay so this word you can see the evolution of this word which brings us to the the word we now know as purpose so again it's a compound word of per and pus so which we again understand as having intention having a goal an aim uh, a reason but if we look at the at the development of this word and the old definitions and understanding of the words there's so much in there so i was looking at it and based on biblical references based on these ancient words uh, uh ancient definitions this is what i broke down so again we establish that poser a uh, proposer means to put forth which is where purpose came from so my breakdown is this fourth means that there is a destination. So the word purpose, the word in itself, it, it establishes that there is a destination. And if we look back, look back at Pauzir, uh, it tells us that there is a movement forward towards a destination, but we, but it will require stops at certain points. Remember back at the, the Greek or Hebrew translation, I'm sorry, the Latin translation to stop, to rest, to seize, to pause, that pause here in purpose. That tells us that along the journey, there's going to be stops 
required. And I can think of my own life. Some stops were divine appointments where I had to stop and reflect. And a lot of my stops in, in, in moving in my journey of purpose were because I've made mistakes and I had to stop and evaluate. I had to stop and evaluate. And in a way, I was like lost. I had a season of being lost. So I thought I was I was moving in a certain direction in my purpose. And I had to stop. Whether it was by choice or just like everything was going the wrong way. And at that point, I had to seek direction. I had to seek instructions for the next step. It's it's amazing how it's in this word. And I actually found at uh, on BibleStudyTools.com, it says that the, in the Old Testament, the verbal root of the Hebrew word purpose actually means counsel. So if we take all this information of the word purpose, meaning um, so the word, the part where we go pro, which is forth, pause there, which means to stop. So we move forward, we stop, take a rest. And according to this Hebrew trans, uh, translation, we take counsel to for the next step. So as you can see, this whole process, the whole word purpose carries the implication of process, of, of a journey, of a process that, and that we cannot take alone. And so the question is, if we have to have a pause, a moment to stop and ask for directions for the next step, who are we getting our directions from? Because if, if, if that journey is self-guided, I mean, have you ever been on a self-guided tour at a museum? That's a different experience than uh, having a guide, right? When you have a guide at a museum, you know, you get a better understanding. You get a, the, a better picture of what you're standing in front of, of, of the history. Like when you have an expert giving you direction, giving you guidance, it's a whole different experience. So that's the beautiful thing uh, and the beautiful partnership between the human race and the creator of the universe that we are on this purpose journey that we get to not take alone, but we have someone who's created the journey to lead us in the right direction. And we have that access to that. Uh, and the, the, uh, did you, did you want to share something? Did I look like, yes, something you want to add to this? No. Okay. So let's start from that perspective. We're not here by accident. We, every single one of us are here for a purpose. And I love what you, what you shared with me um, because I, I was in a state where I was, you know, I was talking about purpose, but I was referring to purpose in the things I had in mind to do in the future that I'm, yeah. um, like I'm visions working. God has given. Yeah. You. Visions and stuff like that. But you put something into perspective that just blew my mind. Can you please share about that? Um, what part? Uh, where you were saying that every day is uh, is part of your purpose. Oh, yeah. Well, just what I was saying is just that every single day there's a purpose to be fulfilled. It's never about just an end goal of like, okay, my purpose is this big, giant thing. Yeah, yeah. And then, I'm, then I could go and be with the Lord and God will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You know what I mean? Yeah. God is going to say that regardless of 
Because God, God has already predestined us to go ahead and uh, fulfill our purpose here in this world. But our purpose is not just one thing. Our purpose is every single day. It's being a father, being a husband yeah. for you or for me, being a wife, being and a I mother. Lose, I lose perspective in that. That's all, that's all having a purpose. I mean, yeah. and I was telling you how even when we were younger as children, we fulfilled our purpose. That was so good. Yeah. yeah, we fulfilled our purpose. The moment we were born, we brought joy to our parents. That was fulfilling our purpose that was and bringing part of the joy journey. to to bring joy so, into yeah, our your home, into our family. Yeah. And then then when we got older, it was like even when we behave bad, God used that as a purpose to to show show endurance to our parents or to show them patience, to teach them patience. So we were the tool that was being used so to good. teach patience. Yeah. Uh, you know, like and then when we got married, you know, like then it was like, all right, you know, we fulfilled our purpose of like challenging fulfilling each other, yeah. also. But the first step would be like even when we got married was fulfilling that void of you needing a wife and I mm. needing a husband. Mm. And then it goes further yeah. and deeper as yeah. the years go by. You know, there's a different purpose. And and then again, remember, in every season we're going we face different seasons in our lives. So there's there's going to be a season where I feel like I'm in a drought season and God is going to fulfill his purpose through you to right. to help me in that drought season, you know? Yeah. And yep. so it's it's never just about like this big picture goal. It's always about like, okay, God, there's a purpose for me in every single day. What is my purpose today? Is it to speak life into somebody? Yeah. Is it to uplift somebody? Is it to pray for somebody? Is it to reach out to somebody and, and find out how they're doing? You yeah. know what I mean? Is is it, I don't know, saying hi to somebody? Is it smiling at someone? Is it yeah. showing some sort of attention or affection towards someone or your children yeah, or husband mean, or wife. Yeah, you know and that's I mean? something that we get an opportunity to do every single day. Yeah. And I actually was thinking about it the whole day today. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm such a big picture thinker and I yeah. and I get so caught up in the clouds and, and all this yeah all this um excitement behind the bigger picture. Yeah. That you know many times I forget to reflect on the present moments yeah. on, on the on the opportunities that are present for me right now that are going to lead up to that. Yeah, I think it I, th I think it just comes back to keeping our eyes fixed on God and yeah. and when we do that we'll remember who we are in him and we don't ever have to feel insecure about who he who he has made us to be mm -hmm. and what he has called us to fulfill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ephesians, Our identity in Christ. Yeah. And so I, I actually have a scripture oh, on here. Yeah, um, yeah. Psalms sure. 34, 5. It says, those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Mm -hmm. So when we are looking to him, we're radiant. We shine. Mm. You know, we're the light in the darkness. The yeah. Lord says that. You yeah. know what I mean? We're the salt of the earth. We're meant to stand okay. out. And it says their faces will never be covered with shame. So the moment we're being covered with shame, feeling like we're not fulfilling our purpose or we're feeling less than what God has created us to be, it means we haven't been looking to him to fill us up and Ooh. to remind us who we are in him, yeah. not who we are based on our works and our abilities. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, and going back to you mentioned that we are predestined. I had written down this verse, Ephesians 2.10, a powerful tool to keep in mind. Uh, and it goes like this for we are God's handiwork. So that means he literally taking time to put detail with his own hands mm -hmm. where his handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, yeah. which God prepared for us to do. So he prepared, he predestined yeah. us mm -hmm. to do yeah. good works here on earth. Um, and again, every single day we are getting the opportunity to do that every encounter we have with every person in different ways just being like 
open and ready to receive direction how to approach the next conversation the next uh relationship the next whatever that that comes um into our lives yeah i actually have a scripture that backs that up it's exodus 4 11 through 12 it says the lord said to him who gave human beings their mouths Mm. who makes them deaf or mute who gives them sight or makes them blind is it not i the lord now go, I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. Ooh. And this is actually from the Chatterbox um, study guide that our church, Elevation Church, uh, Pastor Stephen went ahead and put together. And um, I was reading that and then he has a side note. It says discouragement focuses on your abilities, but God focuses on your availability. Mm. And so it's never about your ability. It's always about your availability. That's why if you we go back to the scripture that I shared, which was Psalms 34, 5, those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Why? Because we're looking to him. And when we're looking to him, then we're making ourselves available for him to so fill good. us up instead of trying to find what do I have in my hands that's that I can use right now to be to fulfill my purpose. It's, instead of looking at what you have, you look to God to give you what you need right. to then be used. And so really, our job is just to be available every single yeah. day. Show up, you know, and oh, the other thing so I shared good. with you really was. Good. Was that God is the mathematician. Yeah, yeah. And so we're just part of the equation and we're asking God, all right, put me in, put me in the equation. It's not my job to solve the problem and find the answer to the equation. It's just my job to be part of the equation. So put me in, Lord, I'm here. I'm available. Put me in, put me in. And and then you solve the problem. You give the answer. You know what I mean? Why am I here? I mean, you got this podcast on your own. Why why am I here? Stop. Ooh, that's really good. I'm going to have to listen to this again tomorrow. Really good. I'm going to have you speak to me while I'm at work. <laughs> That's <laughs> you really good. You just call me. You That's have really my good. number. <laughs> and you know, what's, what just, just to add to that, is, which is really interesting, in the original Hebrew is actually based on numbers. Like math is so tied to God. Like yeah. he's so detailed. He's, and, so, he's so detailed. And not only that, but how many times does in the Bible mention things with numbers like in seven days he made you know oh, yeah, just, and, yeah. and created everything and then there's so much there there's yeah, so absolutely. much every, every symbolizes yeah. something yeah absolutely. you know what i mean yeah nothing is accidental nothing no. is coincidence everything's it's, on purpose yeah <laughs> yeah and with that purpose we carry power and influence and that's not lightweight guys i mean that is huge we carry power and influence in matthew 5 uh the book of matthew chapter 5 verse 13 through 16 it says and you mentioned this earlier it says you are the salt of the earth but if the salt lost its taste how shall its saltiness be restored so it says you you got the flavor you got the seasoning you got the flavor. <laughs> yeah in, in in our case we got the spice right <laughs> and, and so if it loses this if you lose um if that salt it says it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown and trampled on under people's feet mm-hmm. so think about that yeah think about that you have something of value something of flavor yeah but if you lose it, it's useless. Yeah. So I, what's, what's one way you can think of that you can lose that flavor, lose that salt? Maybe if you're trying to be pepper, right? Yeah. If you're trying to be If you're trying to be that, anything other than what God made you to be. Mm. Anytime you go outside of what God has created you to be and who God has created you to be, that you've lost your saltiness. That's good. 
So the the first this is the good kind of salty, not the <laughs> yeah, yeah, good salt <laughs> flavor. All right, so now here's the other part of this verse. It says, "You are the light of the world," which is again what you said earlier. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it uh, and and put it under a basket. So you are a light. You are a light walking that's meant to be seen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's meant to be seen. Yeah. You know, and many of us have talents. Many of us have skills and. and this is something God's working in me. I know I have a certain talent, certain skill in, in, in certain areas, but I am not letting them shine where God wants them to shine. There's some, some things that I'm good at that I, you know, I don't even really share too much. Yeah. And God wants to call me out and use that yeah. uh, to glorify him, to give him the proper uh, honor. And that's the next thing I wanted to talk about, giving the, the whoever the, the, the creator of the universe He's the director of this master plan. And we get the opportunity to give him the honor. In yeah. 1 Corinthians says to, uh 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 31 says, "So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all that to the glory of God. Honor the creator." You know we 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 like to um if we buy a certain product that we like, mm -hmm. we like to share it. Yeah. We like to honor and share it because we know that if it's working for me, that this thing is done so much for me that I think it can help you too. Mm -hmm. So we yeah. give proper honor. Uh, if someone impacts our life, we give them proper honor. So how much more the, the creator of your life that predestined your life. Yeah. Right. So it's not, it's not much to ask. I, I know there's, there's some people in the, in the world that have a problem with that. Yeah. You know, like, like, why is, is God wanting all this attention, all this glory, right? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, in exchange for the life we have. Yeah. For the sacrifice. For the sacrifice. Yeah. To, to be able to walk in this power. Honestly, that, it's nothing. I mean, no matter what we ever do on in this life and on this earth, nothing will ever compare to the sacrifice God made. He sacrificed his only son to die on the cross for us. And I mean, the least we can do is to honor him with our life and our actions and being available so that he can fulfill his purpose through us daily. Not, yeah. not just an end goal. You know Yeah, I mean? And if you're listening to this and you never heard that before and, and, and you have no idea what that means, you can email us. Uh, we live, love, discover at gmail.com. I get reach out, reach out to us on social media and we can have a conversation about that. Cause that's one of the most important things you'll ever have to understand in your yeah. life. Mm -hmm. Um, huge life changing. And that's where your transformation happens to like understanding that statement is where transformation happens. And I like, uh, in, in, again, in purpose, you have to, as we stated earlier, the whole idea of purpose is be stopping and evaluating and seeking direction. So at Romans chapter 12, verse two, it says, do not be conformed to this world. So everything around, everything you see on TV, everything you hear on the radio, uh, do not be, do not settle for that because it's a bunch of blind people leading blind people. But it's, but it, it continues to say, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God. So everything 
that we do, we have the opportunity to test it, yeah. to see if it is aligned with the directions that God has given us. Yeah. I also like the scripture. It's Proverbs uh, 17, 21. It says, many are the plans in a, per- uh, in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So no matter what man's plans are in, in his heart, whatever plans we have in our heart, we can have all these plans and dreams and whatever, right? But at the end of it all, God's will, God's purpose for our life will prevail, will overcome. If there's something in our heart that does not align with God's will for our lives, God will make it happen anyway. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's great to go ahead and realize that God has made us for more than just survival mode here yeah. and that he's given us a purpose to fulfill. Like, right a big picture purpose and everyday purposes as well. Yeah. But at the same time, we cannot start feeling shame, like how we talked about, you know, in Psalms, like the scripture that I shared, you know, that Psalms 34, five, it says, uh, you will never be covered with shame if you're looking to him. So we constantly need to be looking to him so that we don't feel ashamed of feeling like, man, I don't think I'm fulfilling my purpose. I feel, you know, and I struggled with that too. Just, I mean, recently, you know, um, feeling like, man, I feel like I'm not doing enough. I feel like, am I even doing all that God wants me to do? You know? And when I read these script, this scripture and and I see that many are the plans in a person's heart, I think about like, yeah, I had plans in my heart. Yeah. I had plans in my mind as well, like just thinking about what God maybe would want me to do. But at the end of it all, God's God's purpose, God's will for my life will prevail, will supersede all those things. And so whatever falls into place in my life in this next season, it's based on God's will for my life, regardless of what it looks like, whether I like it, whether I don't like it at the end of it all, it's God's will that will prevail. And he knows what's best for me. He knows what's best for me. He knows what best, what is the best way to use me for his glory. Because at the end of it all, he created me. He knows all that he's put in me and yeah. all he's put in me to put out to other, for others. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? Let's talk about the benefits because there's, there's, there's benefits to living this, this proper purposeful life. You know, living in proper purpose has its benefits in Timothy um, chapter one, verse nine. It says, God has saved us and called us to a holy, which means complete and integral life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. So we don't deserve anything. We haven't done anything to deserve it, to deserve, to deserve, like to be allowed to be part of this journey. We haven't deserved any of it. It's all because of his own purpose and his own grace. The grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. There you go again with the predestined. Yeah. Before we were even created, it was already Isn't that, amazing? that purpose was already given yeah. to us. And in Romans 8, 28, it says, and we know for those who love God, all things work together for good. So what are you going? What have you been going through? Depression, anxiety, nothing's turned out. Heartbreak, disappointment, disappointment, yeah, anger, anger, loss, frustration. It's not There's it, so many things. All of it. Yeah. Every single, you know, making bad decisions, just messing it up, you know, just because you just made poor choices. Yeah. All of it turns around yeah. and will work together. And here, here's a key for those who are called according to his purpose. So we get to 
choose to be part of this. Yeah. There's actually a Bible scripture here. Um, Proverbs 16.4 says, God made everything with a place and purpose. Even the wicked are included, but for judgment. So even everything that seems wicked in this world, even the people that you wonder, like, why did even God, why did God even put them on this earth? You know what I mean? If you knew that they were going to murder, they were going to, you know what I mean? They were going to be killing. Become envious of those people at point. Like, because you see, like, look, looks like they're doing everything wrong, but they're getting like all the good things to them. You know, you know, they they come across certain things that, that you want. But they come across them by wrong means. Oh, I was talking about murders, but okay. <laughs> well, you're not talking about murders. But you know, people who lie and deceive and, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and gain. No, for sure. Yeah, the wicked. It, right. I mean, when it says wicked, it sounds so like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? Like wicked. But it just means really just anybody that's doing wrong, you know what I mean? Like it could be somebody that, I don't Anyone know. Anyone who's not know? seeking direction yeah. from, from the creator. Anyone who's, doing. who's just living their life for themselves. Yeah. Not, not wanting to to contribute not wanting to, yeah. to live this life for god not living yeah. this god but to even be then for other people but look what the scripture says yeah. it says that even them they were made with a purpose Wait, that's just crazy you know god's will remember what did we that's, just read his will will prevail yeah you know what i mean his purpose will pre- will prevail it'll overcome any even the things that men carries in his heart the the plans that he has in his heart, whether they're evil, they're good, whatever it may be, God's will will prevail. Yeah. That's amazing to me. I'm just like, you always hear about how God is in control. God has the last word. You always hear things yeah. like that being said. But when you read this word, it just testifies to that being true because it's saying that even it says God made everything with a place and purpose. Even the wicked are included. Like even the wicked are included. Even the people that are doing wrongfully before others and you know what I mean? Yeah. For everyone to see. And even in the hidden places, like yeah, even that, even so them, deep. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> good. Good stuff. I'm definitely going to listen to this podcast tomorrow. Now, I want to challenge you. If you're listening to this and maybe you don't ever feel like you're here for a purpose. Maybe you're on a journey to try to figure out why am I here? Like, what's my next step? And maybe you've been living a life for just material things. No real significance, but you're, ti- you're tired. You're stressed out. You know that there's more for you to do. Yeah. I want to challenge you. Whether it's whatever is distracting you, people, relationships, uh, money, uh, opportunities opportunities that seem too good to to pass by stop making a living start making a difference yeah you have a purpose before you were you were even born there was yeah. a, there was a reason every day of your life is a pur- you have a purpose i mean yeah there's always purpose in every day choose purpose yeah step into it ask the divine creator for direction I leave you with that, unless my wife has any closing remarks. We're good. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys. I thank you guys for spending this time with us. I want to encourage you guys to share this message with friends and family. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave a comment. Um, you know, whatever platform you listen to, show us some love. It helps us um, get this podcast um, more accessible to other people. Uh, this is our journey. 
we aren't here for the long run. We're not perfect at anything we share. We just we're on our own growth, our own journey of growth. We're just sharing what we're learning along the way. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and so whatever we you can learn from our experiences, from the tools that we're learning from, we want to leave you with that. I thank you guys. You can reach us at our email. We live love discover at gmail.com. If you have any questions, reach out on social media. Love you. Peace. Hey, don't go anywhere. Before you leave, I want to leave you with two powerful resources that I believe will help you on your journey. The first one is Abide. You can set that up before you go to sleep. It'll guide you on a journey of prayer meditation. You can use it throughout the day to get into some prayer meditation. It'll guide you. I have someone guiding you through scriptures. Uh, and also, uh, there's some guidance on there that actually takes you through stories. Pretty fantastic app. The second app is called Elevate. Now, you can use Elevate to keep your mind sharp. And it has a series of different games, grammar, and, uh, mathematics, all kinds of different little tools that you can use on there to keep your mind sharp. So go ahead and download those apps at the Play Store. And I hope that they are a blessing to you like they have been for us.